Right, what's cracking, lovely people? Welcome back to the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. I hope you're doing well, and as always, if you like the show, please share it with someone. Ultimately, it's the only way the show will grow. We're going to get straight into it today, and I'm speaking with a chap called Kevin McAllister. Now, Kevin is the founder of Lift Your Wellbeing, a workplace wellbeing business that proactively supports the mental health and wellbeing of employees for increased engagement, performance, and profit. Now, Kevin has combined his experience working in professional services and as a personal trainer to create a unique and highly engaged approach to supporting the health of employees, which builds a strong team culture and leaders who are genuine about providing great employment and experience. So uh, we're up early, the sun's shining, really looking forward to this one. Um, Kev, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. Thanks for having me. Like you say, it makes a big difference when the sun is shining in London, I tell you what. Yeah, I know. No, it definitely boosts morale, mate. So I think to start with, it'd be brilliant to hear. Look, how, how are you? Where are you at the moment? Give the listeners a bit of context, and then we can we can take a dive in. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, how am I? Yeah, well, all, all's pretty good. All's pretty good. Um, like I think I've mentioned before before I spoke to um, the last twelve months has been an absolute roller coaster. Obviously for everyone personally, um, and for our business, the Lift Your Wellbeing, we. We're forced to go 100% digital, um, and it was the best thing that could have happened. Could have happened for us. So, um, so I guess at the moment we're sort of consolidating with, with where we are, um, and and sort of and kicking on. So, um, yeah, all, all is good. All is good from that perspective. So, did you used to be? If we, you know, if we just get straight into it, did you obviously yeah. used to go in? in person and, and, and do, you know, perform some of the services that you do for Lift Your Wellbeing in the workplace. Like maybe, yeah, maybe let us know a little bit about how that was boots on the ground and then we can obviously discuss like the digital offering and and obviously the kind of ethos behind behind the business. Yeah, so essentially, um, you know, Lift Your Wellbeing started back in 2017. I, I looked at what was going on in the workplace from, from I guess, from well-being initiatives um, and from my own experience having worked I worked as an accountant for six years so understood what it was like to be in, in that corporate position um, and, and sort of felt that there was I guess a lack of consideration for someone's well-being and, and mental health on a, on a day-to-day basis uh, and not much support and so I sort of looked had that experience um, and then moved into, I moved into personal training did a big career change and thought I want to work with you know, people like my colleagues and, and help them and help them to you know improve improve uh, and transform their lives but without sacrificing their work without sacrificing mm. the things that are important to them so um lift while we was, was basically founded with, i wanted to flip the model on its head the model was currently sort of someone would go in and do a, a, a presentation once a quarter um, and you would never, you wouldn't get to learn anyone's names. You'd never see that person again. Or maybe there's a well-being day once a year. And I thought it's got to be a better way of doing it. Um, so we decided to flip the model on its head and said instead of being a presence once a quarter or once a year, we were going to be there every single week. Um, and we wanted to build real relationships with the employees and sort of give a coaching experience, a coaching experience that a lot of the time is high end and. and not accessible to many people. We wanted to give that experience to to everyone, make it available, um, and to genuinely help change people's lives, and, and that would have a knock-on impact with culture and, and leadership. So we definitely we started. I mean, we made great great progress, um, but 
we sort of were met with a lot of um, a lot of challenges. Our our model was around getting into a workplace, and exercise is a big part of what we do. And even when we spoke with leaders who, who loved what we we're talking about, we haven't got the facilities. We don't have anywhere you can run exercise, or we do, but we can only cater for ten people at a time, and we have two hundred members of staff. Like, how are we going to offer something for everyone? So. As much as we, we were doing great work, we were very restricted um, and we probably were helping across our client base maybe about 100 people a week, um, which at the time we thought was great, and like, um, but now we're well over a 1,000 a week um, wow. because all those barriers have been removed. So going digital um, has removed that those barriers that were holding us back essentially. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, the the, ben- the benefits of exercise, um, so many people are aware now, obviously, mood and um, not only from just burning some energy and just getting a bit of steam off in the day too, but I think, like you said, the important thing there of how can you take that personal approach of one-to-one coaching, learning someone's name, you know, understanding a little bit about how they move, what they're interested in, and then being able to do that in a bit of a group environment. I think most people listening to this have you know, they've probably felt the power of kind of like group coaching or a class if it's indoors or outdoors. And then you, you end up going back, obviously, because you like the style of exercise, but mostly because you get to know the coach and you get to know some of the participants and things. So that must have been quite, yeah, obviously hard work for you to begin with. But that first hundred must have felt pretty cool, considering that, um, you know, you'd made that you'd made that pivot and you'd used to been working one to one and learning your craft as a, as a PT and then starting to grow it and thinking, you know, if we can get through some of this red tape, then there's there's certainly something there. Yeah, exactly right. And you know, community is a big part of what we do, actually. Um, and a lot of our leaders, like, you know, we go in saying that we're going to you know, help support mental health and physical health. And a lot of leaders turn around us and say, like, we love that you're doing all that. But more than, more than anything, the team spirit is just, like, stronger than ever. It brings people together. And it breaks down all sorts of barriers, like, that's typical um, hierarchy that's in a workplace sort of goes when you're in an exercise class um, and you're connecting with your colleagues on a different level and whether it's you know, someone senior or someone in a different department that you've never really met before. And so it says, um, has, yeah, has the power of, as you know, bringing people together. Mm. That's, that's what that does sort of keep people coming back is that, you know, you know your workmates are going to be there as well and they'll be on your back if, if you're not turning up and, um, so it's definitely, it's uh, yeah, it's got a real community factor to it, which I think is, is important. Um, and like you sort of touched on at the, at the start of that question was that connection between physical health and mental health. Um, I think we still got, I think we still got some way to go with that. Like we, we sometimes get told, oh, that sounds great, but we're looking for something that supports mental health. I think well, that's exactly what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's still there's still education required to bring that close the gap if you like because um, I guess you know your listeners nine to five athlete knows when they're when they're active they're training eating well mentally they feel great like they're at their best uh, and, it, and it translates to all different factors of their life so there's a real connection um, you know between that physical element and the mental element as well. Mm. It's that leap though, isn't it? Obviously, people are well aware these days that, you know, how important and useful talking therapies and things are. Um, and yeah, obviously, a lot of people listening to the show, they they understand, um, you know, f- 
from that uh, kind of uh, like runner's high or you know endurance endurance exercise how how much it helps them feel good I know a lot of the time sometimes that might tip too far if they've got competition or if they've got you know something they're working towards in terms of a PB you know this is the time where people are emerging from winter and starting to put more intensity and volume in their training but yeah there's another side of what I do and and I work a lot with with pre-diabetics and people trying to improve their metabolic health as well and I find that that if you can get if you can get them into you know the 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 physical that making their day more physically active to start with and then if there is structured exercise like um things that you do you know low barrier of entry now through through a screen and, and really motivated and educated coaches they you know it does it can start to change a few a few things and how they feel and then they're going to start implementing more of these healthy habits and things around their food and and around their um you know their day hydration things like that so i find that's where exercise fits in with that patient population they they're building momentum but it's that initial step forward to be like right let's you know let's try and give this a go um so yeah you must have probably had a lot of conversations over the you know over the kind of um growth phase of your business with um you know key stakeholders and people where you're trying you know pitching what you do and you believe in it so much and you know that it works but then people are sitting there and they're a bit like you know what what's the difference between what you do and yeah we know exercise is useful but you know people don't actually take you know take that leap so you know has has buying always been quite simple for you obviously you know you're really passionate about what you do but I bet there's been some barriers and things and trying to get people to understand it it's it's a challenge actually. Um, that, that's probably one of our biggest challenges is um, is really trying to drive home the importance that we're we're not a nice to have. That you know the businesses really need to get on the front foot and look after their people. Mm. And sort of twenty twenty accelerated that big time. So our industry um, has become front of mind for probably most businesses. Um, you know, employee wellbeing has been discussed about way, way, way more than, than it ever has. Um, so I found that our conversations have become easier because leaders are really starting to see why it's so important. Um, and at the, at the end of the day, it, it hits the bottom line. And that's what we, you know, we probably haven't spoken about that enough as a business. We, we focus a lot on that, on the health elements because we genuinely want to help people. We do. Mm. Um, but also, it, it's important to acknowledge that what we do is actually very good for a business, um, and it's it's one of those things. Wellbeing is hard to measure. It's, it's so it's hard to measure because it's hard to measure. A lot of leaders have sort of just sort of not not given it the attention it, it deserves. Um, we sort of we thank the likes of Deloitte and Gallup. Oh, Kev, I think your sound's gone there, mate. Wait a sec. Cool, we're back, guys. A few sound issues there. Um, Kev, carry on, mate. You, you're obviously discussing a, li- a little bit more about the bottom line and um, you know talking about how, how to measure uh, impact of, of, of some of some of the things that you're doing. Yeah, so I think it's it's starting to become more aware that that the, by not by not addressing mental health in the workplace, it's going to hit the bottom line in a, in a negative way. Um, and it's things like um, the cost of the cost of stress-related illness is going through the roof. So we're letting letting someone sort of get to that point where they're where they're really in a bad position. It's really costly. 
and having employees that aren't engaged, high turnover, um, and just like uh, presentees and people who are at work are just not really giving their, giving their best. Those sort of things are, are really going to impact a business's performance. Mm. Um, and we know that by you know, showing that we care about people, um, if someone feels valued, um, then they're, you know, they're likely to be more engaged and perform better. And like I say, the likes of Deloitte and Gallops and that, they're sort of helping to drive that message. Um, so we do have um, we do have some leaders who just love what we do and, and sort of really buy into to our messaging. Um, and definitely there's still a long, long way to go um, and, and plenty of difficult conversations. I think, um, I think an interesting one an interesting observation is the again to, to your nine to five athlete um a lot of our clients start off we speak to them and, and they're individuals who who really get it on a personal level like they are someone who really values their health and well-being they're active themselves they're you know they're conscious of what they eat and and sort of they know how good it makes them feel personally and how it helps them to thrive at work and they want to pass that on to the people around them. They want people on their team to experience that same thing. So we sort of, we, we're having an easier conversation if, if an individual sort of is on the, on the, you know, shares our values on a personal level. Yeah, the buy-in. Yeah, no, they're interesting conversations. I think people that haven't necessarily maybe like thought too much about that, that top level of, um, you know, well, well-being in the workplace and corporate well-being and stuff, there's certainly... You know, there's some interesting research on it. It's something I can easily put into the show notes for people. So like you mentioned there, presenteeism. Uh, there's another term, absenteeism. And then I think I think it's something like, is it third in, in the list of, um, you know, people being off, off sick with work? Are these like musculoskeletal injuries and things like that? Um, so yeah. obviously that buys in the, the kind of that whole concept of the next position's your best position. I had, a, I had a chap on last year and he was discussing ergonomics and obviously how your desk's set up and things. If people are getting up and doing, you know, one of your one of your classes or engaging in a training program through the week, they're not just staying still. So so that you know they're the interesting things that obviously on the back end, I assume you have to then present these reports of like your impact. Um, it is interesting to to consider that, and then on the front end, you know, when people go to your website, there's obviously a lot of colour, a lot of people looking uh, looking like they're enjoying exercise, pictures of yourself. So it's, you know, you could, you've hopefully got an, a nice kind of like uh, way to draw people in and think, actually, you know, that is quite an achievable achievable thing for me to do. One of the things I quite liked about the front end of, of, of your stuff is that you, there's no real movements or exercise or an intensity that looks unachievable. You know, I suppose that was something you guys probably really thought about putting into your messaging because I know now the high intensity interval training and all this kind of stuff is so popular but it's it's a, it's a really kind of high barrier of entry for the for the average person isn't it so you have to incorporate movements that are going to be accessible um so that must have been quite a challenge too do you, do you have like many whiteboard sessions with your coaches and think about okay you know what's applicable it's a big part of what we do actually is to is to be inclusive and accessible like we sort of found that originally when we were sort of on site, typically you got fit, confident people who thought this is great, I'm going to get involved in another session. But, you know, there's part of me that thought, you know, there's a whole demographic that we really want to help and, and need our help. Um, and that's why the digital thing's been just amazing because 
people, we, we're big on saying that you can come on to our sessions and keep your camera off. We're, we're comfortable with that. And also we record all of our workouts and our yoga classes and the recordings are available afterwards. So we, we make it accessible in that sense. Um, and all our sessions are body weights. We give alternatives to everything we do. So if we, the classes are always designed with a wide demographic in mind. Mm. Um, and we've seen it. We've seen it over the past twelve months that we, you know, we know we know a lot of our client base, and the demographic is wide. It's really wide in terms of fitness levels and age and confidence, experience. Um, so, and that something is, is really important to me. That, and that's when you really move the needle in the workplace. Again, go back to those sort of business metrics, if you like. When you're really helping the population that needs it most, mm. that's when you start to see some really cool stuff happening. So for a while, yeah, we're definitely a big fan of the, of the digital model is that we can you know, get more people in um, and, and a lot of people, and even like, like to yoga, a lot of, we had a lot of people before we started yoga saying, oh, no, I don't think it's for me, never tried it, sort of thing. And then all of a sudden now, we've got so many people who are doing weekly yoga and they absolutely love it. Like, so that, that's awesome. What, you know, in terms of like, uh that minimum effective dose with, with things like yoga and some of these movement classes. Um, where do you think people start to feel the benefits? Is it is it once a week or do you have a program where some you know some of these employees and, and partners of the business would would have to do you know two or three minimum? Like obviously any movement is is good movement. You know more you're doing the better. But where's the, where's that sweet spot for you in, in terms of some of the, some of those classes or do you like a bit of a combo? You know, when people try and do a few different ones that you offer. Yeah, most of most of our clients are two or th- two or three a week, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's I think that's a nice spot. Um, you know, forty five minutes each for a business to say to their employees three times a week is forty five minutes slot. Well, we are encouraging you to step away from your work, put you know, turn the emails off, mm-hmm. you focus on you and your body, your mind. Um, that's pretty impressive. Like, that's that's a lot. You know, especially two or three. Um, and then we, we try to encourage people to think about their self-care outside of that as well. So, because a lot of professional services, that's our clients, their work hours are huge, absolutely huge, and the demands, expectations are massive. So we encourage a lot of the small wins as well. So like, we've got a YouTube channel that's just full of 10-minute workouts, 10-minute um, meditation, um, different types of yoga flows and stuff like that. So we're also big on sampling. Take a lot. If you, you know, if you, you know, it's like Zoom to Zoom to Zoom. Yeah, absolutely. Your mind's your mind's absolutely fried. Mm. Um, and when you know, we were saying, jump on one of those ten minute yoga flows and just reset and then go again. So, um, as much you know, we love we love the class structure. We our best clients are the ones that the leaders participate and the leaders encourage it. So it's not just a little token gesture. Oh yeah, we've teamed up with these guys. Yeah, there's the class, but. To be honest, your workload's so big, you probably can't make the class anyway. <laughs> uh, so, whereas, you know, some of our best clients, the, it's the leaders are on every class and they're communicating in their meetings. Right, guys, come on, make sure you take the time, get involved in the class um, so that they're actively, you know, in, in, like I say, meetings and their emails. And um, that's, what I'm, that's, what I, that's what I want um, for all our clients um, is to have that real participation and encouragement from leadership, um, so they're, and they're the ones that have got the massive engagement. Uh, so like I say, it's, it's a combination of that, but it's a combination of um, 
self-care as well is, is to know okay I'm, I'm not i'm missing my stress levels are really high right now maybe i need to step away and, and you know do, do a breathing exercise or try some journaling and um yeah because we, we focus on a lot of different areas of well-being the exercise is just one component and every week we have a different theme dif- different weekly well-being theme so we're sort of we're teaching um self-care i think is probably the best way of saying it but looking at nutrition looking at rest i think rest is a massive area that we just need to really continue to focus on as, as a society myself included just don't do it enough don't do it well enough um, so we look at we're always looking at different aspects that make up someone's mental health and well-being and just encouraging people to explore different things like we look at music what impact music has on how you feel and this week's our gratitude journaling week Last week was about nightly routines and what impact a nightly routine has on your sleep. So we, um, yeah, we explore a whole heap of different things, trying to create awareness, trying to help people just to do small tweaks in their in their daily routines. Um, and then the, the, that's one element of it. You know, people creating awareness for themselves, um, but just as important is the workplace culture, the workplace time, and leadership. It's all well and good if you know. You need to have a nice nightly routine, but if the leadership's, you know, leadership's demands and, and messaging isn't supportive of that, isn't allowing someone to feel like they can step away and have a lunch break, then there's a disconnect. Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's coming in different layers, isn't it? Like you said, getting that buy-in as much as possible from the leaders and not, not just a tick box exercise, you know, being like, right, you know, these guys look good and... They're working with a few other businesses. Let's bring them in. You know, you're hoping that they're actually boots on the ground doing some of the classes, engaging in it as well. Um, and I like that, that 30,000 foot view of not just the movement side of things, which obviously is the fantastic physical element that they can feel better almost straight away. But then you're pulling out, extracting some of those tools from the toolbox around the, you know, the self-care. Um, and, and it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Is that woven in? at the start or the end of a class by a coach or do you guys have because obviously newsletters and things like that are great and you know geeks like myself will open them and read them but obviously other busy people who might not always think about well-being straight away you know those how, how do you get those messages to penetrate is it is it co- you know coach-led or yourself as the founder do you record you know videos and things that are quite easy for people to uh, access or how does that work yeah Good question. It's um, it's a work in progress. That's what it is. Is to find the right fit or the right maybe combination of, of ways that we can get the most engagement. So definitely at the end of every class, we spend five minutes talking about the weekly theme. Mm. So we whatever the theme is for the week, um, and it's it's much easier in our exercise classes because you're naturally under a bit of stretch. And when we're talking, we're telling stories, and when we're sort of encouraging people, um, just to think about think about it. We know that works well. What we've recently done in the last four months is put together um, a, a magazine every month. So we have a client-only um, digital magazine, which is, is pretty—it's like a pretty extensive—and um, it has the weekly themes and, and a fair bit about it in terms of you know what is uh, uh, what is. Uh, we looked at the nightly routine to promote good quality sleep. It's, it dives into you know some examples of, of what you could do to. to change your nightly routine and why it's important, why sleep's so important. Um, so the, the magazine's amazing, um, but it sort of comes back to what you're saying is it, it, 
how many people are really digesting it um, and getting the most out of it. And that's something that we'll continue as a business to, to evolve is to, is to how can we make sure that um, we're delivering that message in the right way or combination of ways um, to make sure that people are, are taking the time to think about it each week because yeah, everyone is so busy and like say it was email newsletter is that an option or is it just another email that clogs up clogs up the um the inbox so definitely find that the class is a nice time because you've got someone's attention to to go through it um and the, and the magazines i guess if someone that resonates with someone then they'll, they'll hopefully head to that magazine and dive a bit deeper and um, they've got access to us every employee has access to us through our, you know, our community chats so people do reach out and say how i'd like to learn a little bit more about how to start meditating or things like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, and people learn in different ways, aren't they? So some, you know, might really engage in that in that reading piece and that, that tool there for the magazine and stuff. And it's it's good because obviously you can pick it up and put it down and, and they might just read a few paragraphs or something and, and it's quite impactful, whereas obviously other people that have just maybe finished a class and, and they're actually switched on for the first time in the day thinking about, you know, themselves rather than, rather than their to-do list. And then they hear a coach say, look, by the way, you know what 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 don't you consider uh before the start of the week writing a few things down to take some time for yourself or like you said carve out an evening routine so i think that's really interesting and then yeah i wasn't aware of the the chat service um and i think again it, it takes a certain person to obviously have the confidence to reach out to coaches like yourself and well-being experts but then once they do and that barrier's down and, and they tell someone else like you know what i reached out to kevin's team and it was really helpful you know that again because there's still stigma behind some of those things too with you know certain certain kind of groups of people there you know they'll just like kind of si- silently suffer or silently get on with it so i suppose yeah whichever tool you guys analyze as being the most effective then hopefully you can kind of grow it but at least it gives it gives people an, an, an array of options really um, and that's why i wanted to get you on because obviously initially i looked at the classes and, and the yoga and all that um great stuff and then i realized obviously there's a, there's a bit more to this than you know than just obviously getting people in and, and getting them moving i know that's the core element but it's uh yeah it's thinking a little bit wider um yeah yeah exactly right is that it is that's why i love this industry because there's so much to it like it is we um, i'm saying that regularly we're far more than an exercise class um and that's exactly right that we, we explore those different elements of well-being um but then it, even that's all well and good, but you've got to have a workplace culture that supports it. So there's another layer on top of it. So it's it's a it's a really fascinating space to be in, um, and on, you know, constantly it's evolving, and there's always going to be room for improvement. Um, but I think if we you know for working in the right direction, um, and leaders leaders are, are trying, you know, buying in and and definitely trying to, because there's a lot of the things that, that are go outside of the health and well-being as well um so we things like appreciation so that has nothing to do with health and well-being in, in this you know classical sense but this month we're focusing on showing appreciation in the workplace so actually just someone to pat the back um metaphorically but um for, you know saying thank you for for the great work they do or someone goes above and beyond and that has a direct impact on someone's mental health and on someone's engagement so we know that you know showing people that, that they're valued connects to well-being. So there's there's a skill set involved there as well. It's um, and so we, we think other things. We look at like signs of stress, like uh, signs that you can see that you're 
your colleagues or the people around you are experiencing excessive stress and what you can do about it. And so it's different. There's, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of great elements to explore. Uh, I think that uh, those things are just as important. So you can you can be ticking all the right boxes from a health and wellbeing perspective, but um, if you're not feeling appreciated, um, then it, it can be really impacting how you feel. Mm. Yeah, so that's another important few steps, isn't it? And it's breaking the mold, especially people listening to this that do work in a team or you know have worked with certain people for a long period of time. You know, you can just get used to that, right? How are you? How is your weekend? You know, all that kind of stuff, and it's just going through the gears. Whereas actually, if they do step back and you know you build you build these relationships with people, and yes, okay, you've got work, and and there might be some certain barriers up to an extent, and having having that ability to be professional and then disconnect when you can but yeah just identifying like identifying some of those parts where it's like you know look well done there's net there's always a there's always a, a, a kind of way of that people are gonna maybe complain first or or say you know know this and all these kind of things but then on the other side you know just the kind of well done or good job or some of these things just just brought up and that yeah that appreciation piece is yeah it's an interesting one it's an interesting one and it's because there's there's a lot of pressure these days as as it's becoming you know more and more popular and people are understanding the benefits of workplace well-being and and all of those pillars like you said exercise nutrition sleep you know people might feel pressure to be like god you know I have to do all this whereas actually a big piece to help someone else might just be an an appreciation piece or just sitting back and being more of an, an of an active listener to to one of your colleagues or something before you know before the uh you know the the call finishes or something like that um, and and that'll make a you know that'll make a huge difference and someone might then be motivated to jump on and do a bit of yoga the next day start feeling a bit confident about themselves so uh yeah these are important conversations mate really important conversations um the, the one thing i did want to ask before we you know start to wrap things up in terms of obviously you've grown as a business and um, what's it been like, you know, finding coaches or through your, um, you know, through your years of, of personal training and obviously shifting into the exercise space? Um, have you been quite fortunate to meet some fantastic people or is it, you know, is it a case where you do have to go out and, you know, try to find people to, to help grow um, your side of things too? You know, has is, is that been a challenge? Yeah, so far so good. Um, I've got an amazing team. It's five of us, um, and I'll give Emily a little shout out. She'll probably listen. Um, <laughs> Emily's our our main PT coach, um, and she's just she's incredible. Uh, goes above and beyond. Um, also an ex accountant, so um, she worked at one of the big four. So gets gets our clients understands the lifestyle and the challenge and that's also a really important part and i think it's maybe what makes us a little bit different is that we've designed as a team and you know obviously myself that we know what it's like to be in the shoes of a working professional who's working to all hours and has to sacrifice a lot so we feel like we can sort of you know help, help a lot more and support a lot more because we have that empathy uh, but yeah, in terms of building a team, so far it's been it's been great. So we've been all through word of mouth that we built our our staff base um, just through recommendations. We're continuing to grow, so we'll probably take on another person or two in the next in the next month. Um, but we're looking to bring variation. To be honest, we we do great exercise classes, we do great yoga classes. I think it's time that we offer a bit more variation. Um, 
So I think like lots of Pilates or dance or boxing, things like that, I think it'd be great to get in. So mm. um, getting the right, that, that's a challenge of any business owner, I think, is getting the right person in who, who buys into. So it'll be a big part of it. We're not, like, like I said before, we're not just running an exercise class or, or a yoga class. We have a lot more touch points. So I, I really you know, communicate that and start that, you know, it's the class is one element, but there's also an expectation that, that there's other touch points that that makes us unique that we have you know, that our employees have access to us at different times throughout the week, and that we're looking to engage, we're looking to build real relationships. Um, so yeah, getting someone who understands our mission and what we're really what we're really trying to do, you know, we, we're trying to proactively like we're on that preventative side. We we really want to help people. We want to want to feel like we're friendly and welcoming and, and really like opening and open engaging so um so far so good on, on, on building that team um and, and hopefully we continue to, to get some great people involved because that's what it's all about i think if um likability in this game i reckon is really important so you can you can run a great class but if i think if you haven't got that likability it's it's sort of not as engaging so Yes, isn't it? It's multifaceted being being coached, not only obviously keeping structure of the class, but like you said, stepping back and having those touch points and those little conversations about what's going on, the weekly theme with your business, and then um, you know, communicating about the other aspects, the magazine, the uh, the chat, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, yeah, I suppose it's a, it's a good problem to have, but then like you said, sometimes stepping back as the as the train's on its tracks and it's full steam ahead isn't always necessarily easy. Um, so, look, I, you know, you're clearly like super, super busy, mate. And I think it's it's good because I've, you know, I've got a bit of an experience. I think most people listening to this probably know me for working in sports nutrition and endurance sport. But I've, you know, I've been fortunate to work in corporate wellness for probably, um, yeah, last like four or five years. So I'm quite passionate about it too. So it's, it's been a real pleasure to to have a conversation today and just maybe let people know um if we have i don't think we've covered it off already obviously i'll put some of the things that we've discussed in the show notes but is there anything you'd like to let the the, the, the listeners know about and um you know where where can they find you and get in touch if they want to engage in what you're doing yeah definitely well liftyourwellbeing.com is uh, is our website um and hopefully i've made it nice and easy to to get in touch from there so uh, if it does resonate with you what we've spoken about um definitely book a call it'll be with me uh, we can spend as long as we need. Um, you know, I want to understand your business um, and what you're already doing, what the real goals and the challenges are, and hopefully, you know, we're a good fit. So um, yeah, I think just by the website or e- email me, Kevin at liftyourwellbeing.com is uh, it's probably the best way. But yeah, we've got we've got plenty of room to grow, so we're really we're really open to talking to to more businesses and, and getting our word out there. So yeah, appreciate having me on, Matt. Um, and let me spread the message. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's nice to peel back some of the layers and just, you know, just a second, that Kev's very easy to get in contact with. Um, you know, the way I find guests on the show through Instagram, through LinkedIn, people, you know, people are very kind. And, and I think often we, we kind of, we do a lot of following with social media and then we don't, you know, we don't necessarily start conversations. So I'd always say, you know, I think I'm close to 160 episodes of the show now and, you know, I reach out to people like Kev, uh, weekly, bi-weekly and um, you know they usually even how busy they are they're very generous with their time 
um, because they care about what they do and and yeah it's um you know you can see obviously website services and all those things mate and then people might think oh you know is, do you think this person will get back to me or things like that and you know the people that really care and obviously the little the little things even if they have a thriving business they're going to want to you know get get back to those inquiries and stuff so i think if you are listening to this and it is interesting and you don't necessarily think you should take the leap you know there's nothing wrong with it with a, with a quick direct message you know that's how we obviously got in touch so um no mate i really yeah really appreciate your time i'll, I'll pop all that stuff in um, yeah, linkedin's probably the other way um kevin McAllister on linkedin i'm fairly active on there so that's another way if you want to just sort of keep an eye on what we're up to um yeah, feel free to, to follow from there and i guess the other thing probably to mention matt um is that the cost of what we do is not actually that expensive um, and i wonder if that's something that holds people back thinking oh like, all this sounds like it could be quite high end blah, blah. so um definitely like it's we have different price points um, for different size businesses and different size teams. So definitely, um, you know, reach out and, and I would say we, we can sort of we cater for for quite a quite a range of, of size of teams. So it's um, probably cheaper, yeah, cheaper than you would expect, I would say. Mm. And definitely with like you said, the digital offering now, the flexibility in terms of you know being able to turn up the number of engagement you know number of engagement the number of engaged people you know within each program and things like that too must be really flexible but yeah it, it's a big part of, of what we sort of um promote as well is that uh, because all the classes probably something we haven't talked about actually all the classes are exclusive to a workplace so you're not signing up to the 9am class on a wednesday morning like it's your exclusive class for your team yeah. and that's a part of what brings people together and it's, that's where we go the cultural like you know everybody as i say our best clients will know They've got a class at 11.30 on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and their leaders are doing their best to not book a meeting in on those times, that sort of thing. So um, so it's exclusive to um, to the client in that sense. Um, and then uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Just so it can penetrate, like you said, it can penetrate into um, the week, yes, on it? Engagement, well, sorry, that's engagement I was going to say is that, yeah, is that we would typically see between 5 and 25% of a team in, engage in our work every single week, between 5 and 25%, um, which we think is a really high number. We compare that to like an EAP program is typically around 2% of, of a workforce would engage in, in an employee assistance program. So what we do is highly engaged, um, and yeah, and, and that's something that we sort of like to to promote is that what yeah what we're doing is, is effective in that sense because people are getting involved and loving. Mm, mm, excellent yeah and it's so, it's so interesting when you get into the the nuts and bolts of like you said if the leaders can engage and then you know on, on a boots on the ground level people listening to this thinking god i can never clear some of my meetings for you know for these kind of classes and stuff but then like you said if you get in and you speak to the right people in the right organizations and then it starts to flow and, and work really well so um yeah you know may, maybe have some interesting parties listening to this mate and i think it's uh no it's it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good conversation to have so um no i really appreciate it and it's, it's good to be honest about cost and flexibility of service and, th- and things like that too um so you know so people can people can understand that as well and, and it's good not to hide those kind of things because a lot of the time you see that and people don't really know um, you know what's actually on the table at the end of the day so um, no that's great I'll let I'll let you go uh, have you got are you, are you coaching uh, later today or have you got your yeah. team jumping on things 
couple of classes. I've got a couple of classes in front of myself today. Yeah. So. Excellent. Excellent. So good. It be, uh, yeah, good. Good to get the body moving myself. Yeah, that's the thing. Perfect. All right. Great. Look. Um. Yeah. Thanks very much, mate. Today and. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's been brilliant. Everybody. Cool. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. So look, lovely people, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, look, like we said, reach out to Kev if, if, if you want to engage in what he's doing. And um, if you like the show, just please share it with someone. Do that little simple kind of favour for me. And, and uh, yeah, it will help spread the word and, and hopefully, um, you know, give someone a tool to kind of pick up and run with this week. So uh, speak to you soon. Look after yourselves. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. So people, 33 Fuel and I have been working together for a couple of years to bring you the Big Feed Up HQ podcast and 33 Fuel produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products. So I run one ultramarathon a year and I utilise their chia seed energy gels, Eroica protein bars and more energy bars during my training and on race day. And as listening to this show, you can use Matt 10 at checkout for 10% off your first order. The show is also supported by Attack the Day and Attack the Day is a London-based lifestyle and clothing brand run by keen triathletes and mountaineers Sam and Rory. You can use Matt20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. That is a brilliant deal. So uh, clothing for the outdoors, natural sports nutrition to take on the outdoors, your runs, your cycling, your hiking, whatever. Um, you know, re- really good stuff. Um, I use both businesses personally um, and that's why I work with them for the show. So um, I hope you find something useful and speak to you soon. Thanks.